Hi, and welcome back to Self Love with Rihanna Marie. I am your host, Rihanna Marie. I am a 19-year-old self-love coach with a passion to authentically share my experience. This podcast is all about blending lighthearted conversation with vulnerable truth. This is your space to feel safe and understood in your beautiful mess, to grasp inspiration for your self-love journey, and to hear valuable wisdom from a variety of hand-picked guests. I welcome you to start a bubble bath, make a cup of tea, lay out in nature, and just make a self-care moment out of this. It is now time to let the healing begin. true 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 gift to be with you today you know it's been a minute since I've posted a podcast but it's also been a little bit since I've really expressed myself or made a video or used my voice I've been making a lot of really you know creative and awesome text posts and stories but uh it's been hard for me lately to to really show up and we're actually going to be talking about that today And so I'm just so grateful to be here in my full self with you to bring this message through. Quick disclaimer, the sound. (laughs) It's definitely not as good as the other episodes because I cannot find my podcast mic for the life of me. And, you know, it honestly feels like some type of cosmic joke because I haven't recorded a podcast in so long. And I looked everywhere. So we're using Apple headphones. I think it's going to do the trick uh, regardless. So first and foremost, please just take a moment right now, wherever you are. If you can close your eyes, then please do. And just breathe in super, super deep. And then just hold that at the top for a moment and notice the stillness. And then release it. Nice. Okay. We're going to do it again. And when you inhale, I'd like you to inhale peace and love. So just inhale super deep peace and love and hold that at the top. And then release everything else. Anxieties of tomorrow, the stresses of yesterday, you know, the pain that you might be feeling right now. Just let it release and come here and just be here and today we're going to be talking about loving yourself amidst pain and when I say pain that can be so many different things so whether that's what happens to you when you go into a quote-unquote dark place or um, the state of the world right now right or when you go into your depression or your anxiety and you're in that darkness. Maybe you're healing trauma and you have to go in for a little bit. Let's talk today about exploring the inside of pain so that we can honor where we're at instead of just jumping to solution, right? Solution is beautiful and I talk about it a lot, but before solution is is feeling is being where you are and we can't miss that step and I have so many awesome points that I want to bring home today about this and a little bit later in the episode I'm going to dive super deep actually into spirituality just for a moment 
And so if, if that's your jive and you're excited about that, then, you know, stay tuned probably like middle of this episode and we'll just, we'll have some spiritual fun, but this is going to be for everybody. So wherever you're at, honor where you're at right now. And I think I want to start this by getting vulnerable with you and telling you about some really hard experiences I had and the reason why I couldn't use my voice the same way I usually do. And I love being able to share stories with you all. You know, sometimes it is difficult to be vulnerable. And what I'm going to talk about today is actually so hard for me to talk about right now. And it will be something that I know I will be making a lot of magic with and and helping people with. And I'm just really in it right now. And um, the point is, is that vulnerability creates vulnerability. So my prayer is that by talking today, you can maybe see yourself in me or feel less alone or feel more understood. My whole thing is making people feel safe and understood because I understand what it's like to not feel understood. There's a loneliness there, right? So you're safe with me. All right, so let's talk about quarantine real quick. Yeah, <laughs> take a drink of my water and I have coffee too. I missed this. Okay, so quarantine was this really interesting experience for I think everyone probably experienced this part where all the distractions were gone. And you're left with yourself. And so that could have looked a couple of ways. Either that was like, awesome. I love spending time with myself. I can't wait to dive deeper. This is my bliss, right? Or maybe it was, holy shit, you know, I haven't looked at these things. And and truth is coming up. And you're like, whoa, there's a lot here. Especially if maybe you're not the person who's always working on themselves and the distractions are this nice kind of buffer to looking, right? And then maybe you were a bit of both and that's where I was at. So I quarantined with Tanner, my boyfriend, and I loved it. We had such a great, beautiful time and the beginning was this like, honest to God, for me it was blissful because I do self-love, it's my thing. So I was like, you're telling me that I can meditate all day? And I just, I got really, really, you know, committed to my practices and I was also working really hard in my business and um, I was meditating and doing kundalini yoga, which is my favorite type of yoga and I was journaling and, and Tanner and I would, you know, he would lead us in a yoga, in a yoga flow and I would lead him in a meditation and it was sort of this bliss bubble. And then what happened was, um, so I... I was so dedicated to looking within during this time and something really wanted to come up and I had felt it sort of coming for a little bit, but I didn't know it was going to come up the way it did. And I ended up having a very, very intense experience over a few weeks of fully remembering these blocked traumatic memories from my childhood. And these memories were sexual trauma. And I so want to dive into this story and I so want to share this. And I will. And I'm just going to give you the pieces that I can today as I continue to explore this. But, 
you know, those blocked memories, they came up. And, and I, well, here's the thing. Nobody wants to see that. This is the worst thing that has ever happened to me in my entire life. But I wanted the truth. And for me, as a spiritual being, I knew that I was being guided in this. And I knew that I'll never ever go through something or see something that I'm not capable of. And this was like a round two of a spiritual awakening of inner child work for me. And for survivors of sexual abuse, remembering looks a lot of different ways. And it's one of the craziest parts of the entire process. And so, you know, I'm at Tanner's and during the day, while maybe he's at the beach or something, I'm remembering and I'm sobbing and I'm processing and I'm in this deep shock of what happened to me. And the reason it took a couple weeks is because there was a lot of times and traumas like that. It just, it gets blocked. And, you know, I had been doing a lot of yoga and kundalini and really opening up that those spots in my body because especially emotional trauma, but also our emotions, they, they're in the body, they get stuck there. And I had been saying this beautiful kundalini mantra called Satnam, and it means truth is my identity. And I had been saying it for probably two months before this happened. And so that's, the, that's really what happened. I got the truth, and the truth sets you free, so that's beautiful. And the other thing that's really beautiful about this is that I'm going to get to help people with this one day. But before the beauty is the pain, and I had to go into this darkness, into feeling everything that I didn't get to feel when I numbed out when I was sexually assaulted. And one day I'll even tell you who it is. And that's the, that's the saddest part, truthfully. And then I had this really painful two weeks that literally felt like a hell loop. And I couldn't post. I couldn't move. Um, I, I dropped low. And that terrified me because for so long now, you know, I kind of, I kind of vibrate in this, in this place of pure happiness. And of course I experience pain and, of, and I have lots of hard moments. But overall... I don't go into those dark places anymore and I can't wait to tell you about why it doesn't change who you are when you go into one of those spaces <laughs> because for me I was like what is happening right now and I knew it was the trauma and I knew it was processing that and holding my inner child and and you know my physical body was reacting to this it was just it was uh, I just it was seriously one of the hardest couple weeks of my life and very painful and I was like I don't know how I'm gonna you know rise up from this but I know that I will and I just kept holding on to that the whole time and I would process where I was and then also hold the knowing that I've got my spirituality and I and I will rise above this and I have myself my true self right and and that saved my life and so it's been, it's been a bit now since that initial remembering. And I still, I have these beautiful, incredible, creative days where I feel like my full self. 
and then sometimes the pain wants to come up and I just have to sob and scream and in this almost primal way and feel it and and some nights I'm up at 4 a.m thinking how did that happen to me how did that happen to me and sometimes I want to fight and I want to fight back and I want to use my voice and I'm really really angry you know there's this rage that sort of comes with sexual trauma and especially when you couldn't protect yourself because you numb out when it happens and one day we're going to dive so deep into all the pieces of this because now I've been on the inside and and I can't wait to blossom. It's so awesome when I get to blossom out of pain and I just love you guys. So thank you for for hearing this this little share about where I've been. I want to be authentic. I was like, I can't just come back and be like, yeah, yada, yada, life is good. Hi. <laughs> because I wasn't gone. I, I wasn't gone, but I wasn't, you know, posting as much for a reason. And so we're going to talk about the inside of that darkness today. And we're going to talk about, you know, what to do and, and how to move through it. And I love you. Let's freaking do it. Okay. So if you came to this episode today, I imagine it's possible you may be in a state of pain or you experienced that in quarantine too. And the first thing I want to say is that I wasn't okay at certain points. You might have not been okay at certain points and that's okay. This time period, the world right now, it's it's intense. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of heartbreak and heartache, right? And especially if you are a soul with a deep heart, then you may be feeling everything in the world right now too. So it's okay not to be okay. And that's our first point about loving yourself amidst being in a dark place, is practicing non-judgment with yourself. It's so powerful. You know, if we judge ourselves and shame ourselves when we're in a dark place, we feed into it. It's really like self-deprecation. And it's, it doesn't help at all. It just makes it worse. When we judge ourselves for not feeling good, we reinforce the belief that we are not enough and that we are not safe to be in our mess. Who you hear me? On the other side, let's imagine that you honored where you're at and you loved yourself where you're at and you said, all right, I am in my mess right now. I am not feeling my best, right? I'm, I'm in a lower spot right now and I'm going to love myself in that. I'm going to find ways to hold myself, respect myself and know that I'm just as lovable here as I am when I'm in my best self. That's number one. Don't judge it. It's easy to, right? Especially especially if, actually, it's just, it's easy to. And we can be like, why am I here? What? Why am I feeling this way? This sucks. This is terrible. What's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. 
you know, what if your best friend, what if you went to your best friend and you told her how you were feeling and she looked at you in your eyes and she just started shaming you and telling you how stupid you were for feeling how you're feeling and to stop and that you're not as lovable when you're in your mess. Well, she probably wouldn't be your best friend anymore, hopefully, but first of all, that would be terrible. No best friend would do that, right? And we have a relationship with ourselves. That's what self-love is. It's really a relationship with the self. So you're your own best friend. You're your own boyfriend, girlfriend. And you have to treat yourself the way that you would want to be treated. You need to love yourself first. I wrote a post the other day and I said that your soul doesn't want band-aids. It wants you. It wants your love, your care, your nurturing, right? So you can honor yourself by asking what you need. Literally, ask yourself, what do I need right now? Maybe, to, maybe tune in for a moment. Maybe close your eyes. Look inside. What do I need right now? What would actually make me feel good right now? Maybe it's a blanket. Maybe it's a hug. Maybe it's to journal. Maybe it's to go outside or have tea. It could be really simple things. But by honoring what you need, you love yourself deeper even when you're in pain. Got it? So the next piece that I really want to touch on is that it is okay not to be able to show up as your full self when you're not your full self, (laughs) right? I mean, it's a contradiction in itself to think that when I'm not in my best place and my best self that I still have to show up fully as if I was my whole self to all those spaces in my life. That doesn't make any sense. You deserve a, a moment. You deserve some breaks, some time to, to only be showing up for you, right? I had to honor that I wasn't going to be able to get on camera the same way I usually can because I was feeling so vulnerable and weak and tender. At that time, when I was processing this and it was getting really hard, The only thing that I really, really needed at that time was nurturing by myself, by God, by the people around me. And I needed simplicity. And I wasn't my full self. And that's okay, right? Think about it this way. You know how I often talk about when when you love yourself deeply and you take care of yourself then your cup fills up right and then it's awesome because you're so much more available for that overflow to be given to others in your life to help others to show up to you know instigate growth for others to to hold space for other people in your life right it's an awesome part of it there's a flex side though if your cup isn't full then it's not the time to do those things. It's the time to fill up your cup. It's that simple, right? So if you ever get into a time where your cup is empty, release thinking about all the other people and and know that it's okay to think about you, right? And this insane thing happens. <laughs> and I've talked to many friends and, and you know, clients and, and myself 
when we go into these really, really hard spots in life where we think it's backwards and we're like, oh my God, I'm going backwards. What's wrong with me? Backwards is not a thing on this path. You are not going backwards, honey. I'm not going backwards, right? You are evolving. Lose track, come back. One of my favorite just little sayings is lose track, come back. And magic happens when you lose track, actually, because you will come back with the lessons of what took you off track. And so you come back stronger, and that's the real you. The real you is the one who comes up with courage and stands up. The real you is the one that rises. The you that has to go into the pain, it's not your identity. It's just a part of this thing, right? This thing called life, this thing called growth. Life is an ebb and a flow. There are peaks and there are valleys. I don't know if that path, that that way of flowing is ever going to end on this journey through life. I haven't seen it end yet. (laughs) It just seems to be the thing where, you know, you'll things are really, really beautiful and really good. And then you've got to take a a tiny little dip, right? But then you come back up from that dip and you're even fuller than you were before. And then you have to go back down for a little bit. And it might be hard, but in that space, suffering is really a portal to more growth. You see? So you're not going backwards also because You are processing the space that you're in from the you that you are now. Not the you five years ago, not the you three months ago, the you that you are now. And you're just processing some pain, even if it feels familiar for all the wrong reasons, because it's old stuff, it doesn't mean it's you. And the worst thing you can do is identify with it and think that that's you. And instead know okay, I'm noticing, so maybe if you are noticing some old patterns that feel like backwards, then be like, okay, I'm noticing I'm falling back into my old pattern of this. Or wow, that, that thought process I just had, that, that was old. If you think it's old, you, you have won. If it feels uncomfortable, if it doesn't feel like you anymore, but it's showing up, it is showing up to tell you that it's not you anymore. Wow. And you get to see it. And if it bothers you, good. It should bother you. It doesn't fit anymore. What a nice perspective shift about that. Right? So your true self is the one that comes up in that strength. And one of my favorite things about what we're talking about today is this this idea of recognizing pain as a portal to spiritual growth and just growth in general. And I want to talk about that for a moment. So literally every single experience in my life that has been traumatizing, debilitating, painful, the epitome of suffering has created who I am today. It is the reason I can come on here and talk to you about these things. I get to 
help people with the spaces that I had to go through in life also. And every time that I have come out of one of those periods, there's this new magic. There's this gift. There's this, you know, something to rise up into. And I've begun to see pain that way. I don't like pain. I don't like hurting. You know, this broke my heart having to remember what happened to me. It, it actually broke my heart and my soul kind of shattered when something so violating happened to you, right? It's terrible and I do ask God why. But it's not the point because the strength that is going to come through as you walk through your pain is just immense. It is immense. And what if pain was just this sort of portal, this, this way of like this fast track in a way to more growth? This doesn't mean go seek out pain, but, but when it comes to you and you come into that space, can you start asking, what am I learning here? What is this teaching me? I promise you there will be an answer. If you begin to ask, what is this teaching me? At a certain point, I started to realize this in my life, and I never didn't ask that question anymore. And there was always an answer. And even in this, there was an answer, right? So there's these lessons that get learned, and, and they are life-changing most of the time. And it doesn't always have to be hard. I don't believe that all growth comes from difficulty, right? I really don't. I actually, prior to this, was creating this new belief where I was like, wow, you know, I don't think it always has to be so painful and debilitating and, and difficult. I think that sometimes growth can be really gentle and soft and beautiful. And so I was learning this lesson before this trauma came up about the soft spaces of growth, and those exist too. And it doesn't always have to be this rock bottom cracked open moment, but sometimes it is. So if you hit rock bottom and you're cracked open, what's next? It's not going outside of yourself. It's not searching for your next fix. It's not getting a boy or a girl to make you feel better. It's not smoking or drinking to make you feel better. What is it? For me, the only place to go is my spirituality and inside of myself. And spirituality is really just the journey to the true self within. The self that is connected to the thing that is bigger, right? Do you believe that there is something bigger than you? You don't have to call it God. I think God's an easy way to call it. and But I don't see God the way other people see God, right? We all get to see that energy consciousness, the all that is in our own way. So God, goddess, universe, nature, fairies. But when you go within, like I said, really you're connecting to the true self that is always connected. We're not separate from that incredible force. So you probably already realized this, but we're going to dive into spirituality for a moment, just about this. And then we'll go into some awesome tangible tools right when you're inside of something really dark, okay? So, like I said, the journey to the true self within. 
And when you go into the dark, it's not gone. Your connection isn't gone. God isn't gone. You don't have to be alone when you go into those spaces. There is a magic. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, right? Spirituality, if you connect in, in your worst moments, it actually lights a pathway. Even when you feel like there is no pathway out, you spirituality kind of rolls out this golden carpet of, of, of a pathway, of a way to move. And it also adds a lightness in a way to the things. It adds this aspect of, of growth and I'm not alone. And, and there's a reason that I'm moving through this. There's a reason that I came here. There's a reason for all of this. And when you connect to that, honest to God, the dark parts aren't as hard. And it's incredible. And it's what saved me during this time because at certain points I literally couldn't move out of my bed, but I could meditate, but I could pray, right? I could connect to my breath. I could imagine that the universe was holding me. And sometimes in those places you might not believe it, but do it anyways, right? I would play like meditation music or my favorite mantras and it would just bring, it would bring this sort of light even amidst all of that darkness. And spirituality is something that I hold so close to my heart. And I love working with girls in it, in session. And so I invite you to find the magic, to connect to something greater than you, so that you're not all alone with just your human self. You can bring in the magic to move you through this. And it's incredible what happens when you do that. And then when you really start to connect there, you can do this awesome thing that I like to call holding the polarities. And I'm going to kind of draw this out for you. So imagine that you are this pillar of light, this pillar of source, of creation itself, because that's what you are. And you get to stand in grounded light. And you create that by building yourself up, right? By trusting your inner space, by working on your inner space, by flourishing it. Eventually, it becomes this stable, grounded place, and it takes a little bit of time. But the more you do it, the more it flourishes. It's like water in a garden. So you can have, you can hold that, and then on either side of you, maybe in both hands, there may be two polarities. For me, it was processing the absolute worst thing that had ever happened to me in my entire life. So something really painful. I, you actually can't even describe the magnitude of it, right? In one hand. And then on the other hand, I got to hold the, the spirituality, actually. The light, the pathway, the lessons, the magic, the bliss, the peace, the magic, again. And you can hold both when you hold the polarities. 
and you can go into observer mode and that that you in the middle goes okay so some of me is in the dark right now some of me is in the trauma right now and some of me is in the light right now in the peace right now and in the magic right now I can be both you can be both especially if you give the pain enough attention and then you also flourish in the light do you see and at certain times it won't feel like you can hold the polarities and that that really really was hard for me a couple moments this holding the polarities thing it's 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 natural to me now i've been doing it for a while so when i dropped down low I was like, oh my god, I don't think I can hold my polarities right now. I was like, I think I'm just all pain. That's fine. At times, you might just be all in the pain. That's okay. There is nothing wrong with that. Don't judge it. But you will come back to your ability to hold both. And you will transform. And you will rise above that space. And I want you to think about every single time in your life where you thought you wouldn't make it. Where you went to bed crying yourself to sleep. Where you quietly cried. Where you secretly were having an anxiety attack but nobody knew. In the hardest parts of your life that you thought you weren't going to move through, guess what? You did. And if you're in one right now, Think about old ones. Think about the past times that you have moved out of it. And there was a light at the end of that tunnel. There was growth waiting for you. And maybe you look back now and you go, wow, that really shaped me. And maybe you're not bitter that it happened to you. Maybe you're like somewhat grateful because you learned valuable lessons in those spaces. And they gave you depth. And they allowed you to connect to others more, right? They probably brought you to me if you really, really think about it. So why would this be any different? You will make it through this too. And so when you're in that really hard spot, especially if you are massively drained, can you just honor being drained emotionally and physically and being tired? Can you just be like, I need more naps than usual (laughs) and I'm emotionally drained right now. Can that be okay? When you're in this space, do what you can to fill your soul. This isn't the time to want a perfect morning routine or a perfect ritual or to get this, 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 and this done every single day. It is the time to do what you can that really truly fills you up from the inside out. You could drown yourself in drugs and more distractions in those spaces, but you are just inviting the space to stay longer when you do that, right? Your soul doesn't want band-aids. Or you could fill it up with some things that are, that are soul-nurturing, You know, one thing I had to do (laughs) during this time was hold myself and hug myself. 
Mm, it's magical. Get in front of the mirror and hug yourself and look yourself in the eyes and say, I love you. And I love you especially in your mess. And I love you when you're not okay. And I love you when you don't feel understood. And I love you when your emotions feel so big that you don't even know how to hold them. They're so intense. I love you even then. Mirror work is powerful and it's one of the tools I want to give you for this kind of time because to look at yourself in that space is magical. And if you're having debilitating anxiety during this time, my heart is so with you. I don't know what it is about anxiety, but I think it is one of the worst feelings, right? Because it kind of takes over and then you you get into that space of like, oh, in your body where you're so uncomfortable and you just want to get out of it, right? It's like tightness and it's like, When you have anxiety, there's this voice coming in that keeps saying like something is wrong, everything's wrong, you're not safe, you're not okay. It's a scary thing. But what does anxiety really want? Let's take a moment to unpack anxiety. If it's telling you that it's not safe and that bad things are happening or bad things are coming, Well, what do you think its desire is? If it's so worried about that, what does anxiety really want? It's peace. Anxiety wants peace. Can't you see that? When you're having a big moment of anxiousness, that you kind of are just searching for what's going to bring you some peace, some relief, right? So what I did in those moments is I decided to bring up anxiety and observe it and talk to it. And it made sense that I was having massive anxiety because I was just realizing how unsafe I was right when I came into this world. These memories are, these memories go back, 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 and back. So I came into this world and I wasn't safe. Of course, I had massive anxiety in this space. Of course, I didn't feel safe and I was terrified and I didn't trust the world anymore. And I got to kind of just hold myself in that. And I was like, oh, you want peace right now. You want to be nurtured. Okay, let's do that. And that's what I did in very, very simple ways. You know, some tangible tools breathing techniques so if you can't move you definitely can breathe (laughs) even when you're laying in bed right I have an awesome morning routine on my Instagram and it has this really cool breathing technique and it's an energy shifter and it's easy go learn it so that you can use it in these moments right or play a breathing technique on YouTube or just tune into the breath It naturally calms the body. Breathe for three minutes. When you get frustrated, keep going. Play binaural beats or meditation music. Or if you know that a certain part of you is really in pain, play music for that chakra, right? And and you don't have to do anything. You can just lay there and listen to it. And it heals you. 
Um, if you know about like hertz and frequencies, it's really awesome. I mean, I really did see that kind of lift me up a couple times. Changing your scenery. If you can, keep the space around you somewhat beautiful, right? I know that that can get really hard when you're not feeling good, but but just try to set a couple spaces that kind of make you feel good. And if you can, and sometimes you can't, write about it. Write about it. Burn it. Get real. If you have the ability to do it, then definitely journal. Cry it out. Sob it out. Actually scream it out. If you follow me on Instagram, I was at my friend's new house and I had this incredible freaking golf club and we were able to destroy some furniture and I just went ham. I went so, so, so ham. And you guys know me. I'm literally five feet tall and tiny and you know, destruction isn't my favorite thing, but that's what I needed at that time. I needed to get it out. And then, you know, I also needed to scream safely and to cry safely. So you may feel those rumblings in beneath your soul where something just wants to come out so badly. Allow it to. It'll feel so good. Allow it to. Mirror work. Mirror work is just sitting in front of the mirror and having a soulful conversation with yourself. Make eye contact. Three minutes. Just say some sweet things to yourself. And if you can do this, this next one, magic. If you love yoga and you're in a really hard space, if you can do yoga... I mean, first of all, there is magic just when you make it to the mat, <laughs> right? Even if you just get some cat cow and child's pose in, you have, you have showed up for yourself. Everything is really just about showing up for yourself because it makes you feel nurtured. And we're going to talk about that right now. Allowing yourself to be held, seen, nurtured, and loved. Wow. So often when we are not doing well, there is aspects of ourself, maybe from our childhood or from our adolescent years, that are hurting too and that come up too. It's, it's, it's a very human thing to paint the present with the past, right? And I talk about that a lot, like how your pains from your childhood just become, you know, fears now. And then once they're fears, the, if it happens to you, then the pain hurts like times 10, right? And I, you know, in what happened to me, I, it wasn't seen. Nobody saw. I never got to be seen. I never got to be held after. I never got to be nurtured after, loved after, protected after. And so I felt like I just had to hide and lock myself in a, in a sort of box. So in your adult life, in your teenage life, wherever you're at right now, if you can allow yourself to be seen in your mess, you begin to send a beautiful message that you will always be seen and that you're just as lovable 
in that mess. And it looks a couple of things. First, see yourself, but can you venture out to maybe let someone nurture you, to maybe let somebody see the depth of the pain that you're in? Maybe you just want to be held. Oh, so beautiful to let someone else hold you in this moment, right? And to be loved and taken care of. I was so lucky. I really, you know, as debilitating and lonely as that kind of trauma feels, I also got to be taken care of by my Nana and by Tanner and by the people around me who love me. And you've got those people too. You don't need a lot, <laughs> right? But allow it because it just makes the soul sing. So if you're in a really hard place, I hope that some of these perspectives and also some of the tools supported you and maybe lifted you up a little bit. And again, thank you so, so, so much for honoring me and seeing me in my vulnerability. Sometimes it's hard, but it's always worth it. And my heart feels so warm right now because I love you all so much and I'm so grateful to step up in this role and to be here. And also, if you are a survivor of sexual trauma, you are seen, you are loved, you are so, so, so enough and that absolutely never was your fault and if nobody has said it to you yet, I am so, I'm sorry, I am so, so sorry that that happened to you. I am so sorry that never should have happened to you and that will never be your fault. And you are going to blossom and rise and heal and grow. And it makes me cry because I know there are so many other souls who secretly are going through this pain. And I was going through it secretly for a little. And it's the worst thing ever because you already feel like it's a shameful secret. So when you start to heal it, I encourage you to let people see you. And if you would like to send me a message, my DMs are always open. And I will hold you, okay? Alright, I'm just sending deep, 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 deep love. Keep up with me on Instagram. It's getting fun over there. There will be a podcast next week. I just adore you all so much. And I will talk to you very, very, very soon. Bye-bye.